Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about everything embedded. And that covers a pretty wide span. Um, and you'll, you'll see one of the extremes of that in this discussion. I'm here for this week's Embedded Executives podcast, where my guest is Harold Remert. And he is the Senior Director of Research and Innovation at Digi International. Good afternoon, Harold. How are you? Uh, very good. Uh, good afternoon, Rich. Um, so with, with that lead-in, where I want to go with this discussion, hopefully that you're comfortable with this, is 5G. Um, this is a technology that, ha that has been two or three quarters away for three years now, and I'm, I'm still waiting for it to become what it is. But um, I think it will be deployed in a lot of places before it hits our mainstream sector, which is really the industrial, hardcore industrial space. First, do you agree with that? Do you think it will be a little while before we, we really see this in, in the manufacturing industrial robotics space? Yeah, um, so 5G is a, is a very um, uh, popular media topic, right? And um, there's a lot of um, uh, work going on there. And um, uh, when you look at uh, the, uh, there's a broad span of, um, uh, of opinions and um, uh, marketing around when 5G will happen, right? Um, uh, I believe uh, we, um, this is 2020, right? So it's a new decade. And uh, 2020, this decade will be um, the decade of 5G. So, and uh, we, we've uh, gotten off to a good start. But um, as it relates to industrial applications, um, we're not quite there yet, right? Um, but what we are seeing is um, a lot of um, buildup in the ecosystem, uh, a lot of trials, and um, a lot of interesting new use cases. Okay, so now. You said that we're off to a good start. Um, mm -hmm. What does that mean? In, in what context are we off to a good start? Sure. Uh, so uh, we see that uh, networks um, are um, becoming uh, commercially available. Uh, so uh, sometimes in um, just uh, limited parts of a city, right? Sometimes in, um, in uh, nationwide, right? Uh, but again, very limited. But uh, we see this, uh, this, this starting. We do see uh, the start of uh, first chipsets uh, that are available and um, uh, first handsets. So um, uh, while that is not necessarily an industrial application, um, uh, seeing these first handsets and these, these adjacent um, devices uh, start showing up right, and becoming commercially available, well, that's always a good indicator uh, to see where um, uh, some of the uh, commercial industrial uh, space is going. Okay, that's fair. So, but what does that mean for us on the industrial side? Um, you certainly expected to see it in handsets, and, and I'm expecting to see it in um, automobiles shortly. But um, when is your and I don't even want to talk about the leading edge factory. I want to talk about uh -huh. the mainstream factory. Um, when let's, let's pick a number. When will 20% of, of of these factories be deploying 5G? So um, uh, that's an interesting question. So um, when we look at what is required, right? So in a factory floor, um, so that means um, that there's there's two parts of this. So um, a factory could run um, a public 5G network, right? So a, a mobile network operator could provide that, um, or 
a factory could also uh, consider deploying a private network, right, um, based on um, LTE or in the future 5G. Um, so uh, depending on the path uh, they take, um, uh, my estimate is it's uh, two to five years out. So on the 20% mainstream, um, I'd say that's probably closer to five years. And one of the reasons is um, uh, the 5G infrastructure is still evolving, right? So you have um, today um, 4G LTE deployed, you have um, the, the first 5G networks out there, but they're still non-standalone for the most part. That means that a device connects to 4G first and then it uses 5G for, uh, for additional capacity. Um, and for the true value in industrial um, applications, uh, you want a 5G standalone network where basically the device only talks to the 5G uh, core and this new 5G core that provides things like uh, the ultra low latency, uh, the reliability, right, and some of the flexibility that, um, that the 5G, uh, G vision um, projects. Okay. So with respect to that, um, what is the biggest challenge that has to be overcome for this to meet what you said um, to have about a 20% rollout over five years. Mm -hmm. What's the hardest part of that? Um, well, we see really four areas that have to um, jointly evolve, right? So for one, um, uh, from a customer side, they really need to understand uh, the use case for 5G, right? So uh, worse, maybe uh, 4G LTE is still a good, um, uh, a good technology, and where does um, the benefits of 5G really uh, make a difference? Um, the second part is um, the network availability and the evolution towards um, a 5G standalone network. Um, customers need to understand um, if they want to use um, a sub-6 gigahertz um, uh, deployment or if they want to use millimeter wave. And then if they choose millimeter wave, um, they need to understand the challenges with, with those very high frequencies, right, and, and their, their characteristics. Um, on the hopper ecosystem side, um, so right now a lot of the, uh, pretty much the chipset that is available is uh, geared at the high end at the moment, right, so the Qualcomm chipset. And um, are customers looking at, at a high-end solution at this point, or maybe are they looking at connecting uh, many sensors in their, um, uh, in their um, application? Then lastly, um, given that it's, um, uh, it's right now high-end is the focus, um, so there's a cost uh, associated with that as well, right? So are customers willing to, um, to pay for that and, and be first, right? Be on the bleeding edge, or are they, um, is it maybe better off with other technologies that are available today to, to leverage that um, as they're preparing for 5G? Okay. Uh, and just so there's no confusion here, what is the Digi contribution here? Oh, yeah, so Digi um, provides um, uh, connectivity um, uh, solutions, so hardware software services, um, to connect um, machines uh, to networks, right? So we build routers, gateways, um, embedded components, RF components, um, and basically um, make, um, make the um, digital transformation uh, a reality. Okay, very good. Uh, we are about out of time, Harold, so I just want to thank you for, uh, for taking part today.
Yeah, it's uh, been a pleasure. That was, that was Harold Remmert. He is the Senior Director of Research and Innovation at Digi International, and I am Rich Nass with Open System Media. Hope you have a great day, Harold. Yeah, thanks. You too.